Hey guys, it's Castle. And it's Min. And this is Weather Hype. A podcast where we talk about weather, climate, and how it affects you. Plus a lot of other cool things. I'm excited for uh, season two. This is a new year for us. It's season two. And we actually made it through our pilot year, I suppose. And uh, we, we got did. renewed for season two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Because we decided to do a season two. <laughs> Thank the network. <laughs> Which network are we on? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Thank iTunes for renewing our uh, our contract. Just kidding. Thank ourselves because, well, we were the ones to decide. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of interesting things that we're hoping hoping <laughs> hoping to do this year, including a different intro compared to uh, last season, which took us a little while to get down, but I think we got it down <laughs> a little bit. Oh goodness! So, what are we talking about today on episode uh, one of season two? So on this episode, we're going to kind of break down uh, AMS, the American Meteorological Society Conference. It's coming up and we're going to be there and we're really excited to be there and see listeners and talk to people about weather and society topics. But we're going to kind of run through some of the like highlights, I guess, key points, things to keep in mind when you're going to a conference if you've never been to one before. And yeah, I think that's what we're going to do. Yeah, and for those of you who, you know, don't aren't really in the meteorology world as much or don't really know about going to a conference and especially the AMS meeting, which is in Seattle in a few weeks, uh, it provides a cool perspective about how meteorologists convene, how students from um, all schools across the country and even the world and then professionals and um, professors and everybody, they all come together thousands of us to talk about weather and climate issues and uh, water issues as well to really plan for the future. And it's a unique perspective that I think hopefully everyone will find uh, pretty interesting. Yeah, we get to share research, share like applications. We have the meeting of the minds, basically, all these different people that do research on a daily basis, but then you have these people that apply it in their daily jobs, and they get to chat with one another, which is one of the coolest things ever. Yep. So uh, I guess in a few moments, we're going to go ahead and talk about that. But now let's do it. Yo, intro music. Now I'm the reason why you broke up with him and got back together Thought I was sunshine, but baby, I'm bad weather I'm off the Doppler in the five-day forecast By the time they hear me, I've already pushed the shore back No, no, I wasn't always like this Skies cleared soon as my daylight lit Sidewalks dried up, no snow emergency I could take you February and turn it into spring I was born on a storm when I get gone, I get gone And I don't need anyone to know better so, Castle, how many uh, AMS conferences have you uh, gone to so far in your life? Oh, I'm going to have to count. Um, <laughs> Atlanta, okay. Atlanta, Phoenix, New Orleans. So, I think this will be my fourth. Atlanta was in, what, 2014? Uh, 2015, 2016. 2013. Was it 2014? Yeah, it was. Yeah, if, I guess it was. Yeah, because last year was New Orleans, 2016. 2015 was Phoenix. And then 2014 was Atlanta. So, again, the AMS conference is the biggest meteorology conference in the world, I want to say. It brings together... Mm. No? Maybe? I don't know if it's the world. We're just going to say it because, well, it's America. <laughs> yeah, at least America. <laughs> um, but it brings together 
people who are interested in all facets of meteorology, if you're doing biometeorology, if you're doing computer modeling, if you're doing anything related in that way, then chances are you've probably been to an, a big AMS meeting. Um, that doesn't count these smaller AMS meetings that are uh, held throughout the year. There's a broadcast meteorology um, AMS meeting that's for those on TV and dealing with communication. Uh, there's other ones about like radar meteorology, uh, where you talk about radar and instruments and things like that. So there are a bunch of different AMS meetings and other meteorology conferences that are not a part of the American Meteorological Society. But this one's the big kahuna that um, a lot of us look forward to every year. So Atlanta was the first one for me as well. So I guess both of us, Atlanta was the first one. We've been to each su- mm-hmm. uh, subsequent one uh, since then as well. So it's just a nice way to kind of connect with everybody that you haven't seen probably in a year because we all live so far away. And it's such a great opportunity to reconnect with friends and our weather family, I suppose. Uh, just talk to them a little bit, grab a drink or uh, grab dinner or just pass you in a hallway and, and uh, or sometimes in the bathroom. Like, oh, hi, <laughs> I haven't <laughs> talked to you in a while. <laughs> That's happened before. But yeah, I mean, when you went in Atlanta, what were some of the feelings that you had or some of the things that you can take away from Atlanta that you remember now? Um, Thinking back on the conference, it's kind of like exactly what you said. I was so lost back then. I knew what I wanted to do, but I didn't know where to go or who did the things that I like to do, who was involved in uh, social science and trying to incorporate that into atmospheric science. And so Atlanta really opened my eyes and I really got to mingle with some of the best people that we know and who are friends of the podcast now and who have even been on the podcast last season. And so it's, it's, it was just kind of like reaffirming the thing that I wanted to do and actually like, Oh my gosh, there's people out there that do this and they're able to mentor me and help me learn and continue to figure out where my path is and helping me carve that path. So I think that was the best thing that happened to me from Atlanta. But it all begins with the student conference, really, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I think with the student conference, it gives students a really great opportunity to mingle. uh, Because so the student conference every year is a Saturday and Sunday before the main uh, big AMS meeting event. And so the Saturday and Sunday, you're able to talk with a bunch of students. Normally, there's what, 700 to 800 students every year. So it's a big, big, big amount. It's a good number. Yeah, it's a huge number. And um, coming from a smaller meteorology school, both you and I went to Georgia. We, you know, we had our meteorology friends, but it was cool to know that there's so many more out there. And for the most part, everyone's really nice and, and great. And we're all willing to connect with one another and support one another because we're all going through relatively the same thing. And that was cool to see other students who are passionate about meteorology as well. But then also during the student conference, you have such a great opportunity to talk to some of these professionals who have have been there. They've done that. They've made it. And they're continuing to do great work. And, you know, they are taking their time out of their busy schedule to talk to students because they understand how important it is to mentor um, the up-and-coming generation. And so they will talk to you. And if you walk up to them, it's a little bit nerve-wracking. Um, if totally you have like a, a Jim Cantori standing there talking to you and you're like, oh, I'm scared. Do I go up to him and shake his hand? Hand. No, you you need to shake their hand because they yes. will talk to you. They will they will open up uh, their little group that they're in and they'll talk to you and and make sure that hopefully uh, they can answer your question. And if you know time runs out, then they can get your email or if, or whatever, and they can contact you after the fact. But 
I think what really struck me at the beginning of going to Atlanta for the AMS meeting was just how open everybody was to really listening to what you have to say and what you want to do and wanting to help you succeed. That is something that is important in any jobs or opportunities, but it's something that I really recognize in meteorology that I found was really exciting. So, you know, all that being said, Castle, do you have any uh, advice for what students should do, those who may not have been to an AMS meeting before, especially maybe the student conference if they haven't been before? Um, what can they bring with them? How can they prepare a little bit better uh, once they get to Seattle? So, yeah, the student conference is going to be a ton of fun. I mean, we can kind of say a little bit about it since we were on the planning committee. So we've done a lot of work to make it fantastic for all of you guys. But some of the tips that I would kind of give students or people who have been there before or even more importantly, new students is uh, bring business cards. That's probably like the number one thing oh, yeah, you want. Definitely. You want to have business cards, even if it's just handing them out to other students. It, it's a really quick way of trading information so you can talk about a cool research project or meet up with someone for dinner later that night. You don't have to say, here, put your number in my phone or... Uh, you can uh, get them blah, to get blah. the snap code for Snapchat. Hey, take a picture of my Snapchat code. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay, maybe um, not. <laughs> but I'm not a cards. Snapchatter. I do not like Snapchat. But okay, you're in the That's minority. a whole other story. <laughs> Next. Okay, continue on, Kessel. Go. Okay, um, another thing is you should probably um, consider dressing appropriately. So what is appropriate? That's probably like the best question you Ooh, can ask. I was literally talking to somebody about it at ECU a couple days ago. They were asking what they should wear. And I said, you know, my first time in Atlanta, I wanted to make sure I did not make the mistake of underdressing. And exactly. You go every now and then and every year, there's always a few people who are wearing like shorts. Well, nah, I don't think anyone's worn shorts before, but no. like people who are wearing like a polo, like a plain polo. Um, I would say that if you're trying to impress somebody, a polo is probably not the best way to go. You definitely want to wear khaki or like slacks yes i wore a suit my first year in atlanta and what i realized was a my shoulders and my neck were aching <laughs> so terribly much after every single day and i didn't really have time to recoup so by the end of the week oh my gosh i was so sore and it was awful but i wore the suit almost every day and i realized you don't need to wear a suit you can if you want and i told you my friends to. like you can bring a suit jacket in your luggage just in case you want to wear the suit a day or two but don't feel like you have to wear a suit I would say wear a nice dress shirt. A tie is actually kind of optional, but if you really want to, you can feel free to wear a tie. If you button your shirt up all the way, I've realized that I get neck burn or windburn on my neck or, you know, cold temperatures will uh, chafe my neck, but the collar of the shirt will chafe my neck as well. And it makes it really, really uncomfortable and it, it hurts after the whole day. So I normally will, will just unbutton the top button and not wear a tie anymore. And black slacks or khakis to go with my uh, dress shirt and obviously nice dress shoes as well. Black or brown, depending on what you're wearing for guys. That would be the way that I would go. What do you think? No, I agree. Um, I usually bring a suit to... Um, if, if I'm one presenting a poster or like an oral presentation, I usually like to wear a suit to make it more formal in that sense. 
but also um, the second occasion to wear the suit would be the the late dinner, usually on Wednesday night, like the awards ceremony. That's true. That's, true. That's usually a more formal occasion where you see a lot of people wearing a suit. And my first two AMSs, I didn't have one, and I felt like a little uncomfortable at the award ceremony just because a lot of people had jackets on. Um, not that it's required by any means, but it just makes you kind of feel more appropriate in that type of uh, atmosphere, I guess. The <laughs> other thing I would... Yeah, atmosphere. The other thing I would suggest is you mentioned shoes, but they must be comfortable. Oh, yeah. Because you're going to be walking miles and miles yep. throughout the day, back and forth, Truth. into different rooms, back to the hotel, back out to dinner, Up out and to down lunch. Up and down, too, not just like uh, yeah. horizontally. You're going to be going some uh, vertically uh, stairs and, and whatnot, too. Yeah, so make sure your shoes are incredibly comfortable. I made this mistake like the first two years, and it was just terrible i had blisters and it was just a mess (laughs) so keep the shoes comfy i'm gonna try something different this year i'm actually gonna i got some really nice um jeans and i know at first people student wise are gonna be like oh i don't know if i want to wear jeans but i've been i've done it a, a few times like going to a conference overall and i've noticed a lot of people with like nice formal jeans so I think I'm going to go that route and try something a little bit different this year. Uh, I don't know if that's something that everyone wants to do. I don't recommend necessarily, but I want to show off some swag, you know? I think that's important. Swag, 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 Swagoo. Swag. Um, so I'm going to try well, what something What do you else. mean by a, f- what's a formal jean? Not ripped, not like okay. a solid color. Normally a darker jean, a darker blue jeans, okay. um, with like brown uh, shoes or something like that. And, you know, a gesture tucked in and whatnot. But uh, if you Google image it, it it will probably show up somewhere. But you can you can okay. pull it off. I've seen people do really well, and uh, a lot of times you'll see broadcast meteorologists wearing their their station polo and jeans. And yeah. um, again, true. they're doing their thing. You're a student for the most part, so I wouldn't probably not recommend doing a polo. But yeah, that's that's something I might try. It's something different this year, just to you know mix it up a bit. What about for the uh, the women who are going to the the conference? Oh goodness. Um, quickly, one more thing that I would suggest, um, you mentioned that your neck gets kind of irritated. Yeah. Um, what I've started doing is I purchased a collar extender at Van Heusen plug, uh, our new sponsor Van Heusen. No. (laughs) Um, so basically what it does is it increases the neck size of your dress shirt. Um, so the length of the arm stays the same, but you increase the neck size. So it prevents it from like, uh, like not strangling you, but like, uh, kind of cutting into your neck. And so it makes yeah. it more comfortable for me because when the neck is rather tight, I get really bad headaches. Oh, yeah. And so having that neck extender really helps me out when I have to wear dress shirts an entire day for an entire okay. week. Well, there you go. So gentlemen, that's that is a good, some, uh, good solid advice. Tip. <laughs> Pro tip life hack. Okay. For women, oh, this is a, it's a hard territory to speak that on I'm it not because sure. We yeah. don't. We should have had a friend of the podcast. Yeah, I mean, you know what I've seen for um, girls, and I don't know if the terminology I'm going to be using is correct, but I've seen women wear, I guess, skirts, right? And uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that so is a type of clothing. they wear shirts and skirts. Um, no, I mean anything that's like not too revealing. I would say. People who you see on TV, like broadcasting, would you say that would be something that women... I would say like business casual, um, like broadcast mets, like wear something you would wear to church, I think, or to an interview. um, Cardigans and sweaters are are pretty common. Cardigans, sweaters, blouses, 
uh, dresses, skirts. And then I've seen them wearing pants like... Pantsuits. Yeah, pantsuits. Are, are always cool. Um, and things like that. Khaki pants and like a nice uh, top as well. Has I've seen that work really well. And you don't always have to wear a high heel either. I think I've seen wedges and flats also. So don't think you have to wear a high heel every day. Yeah, make sure just make comfy. sure you're really comfortable. If you want to wear your heels, feel free, but bring a bring an extra pair of shoes you can put in your bag or something like that. That'd be pretty uh pretty helpful as well. Speaking of bags, we should probably bring up how are you going to tote things? I don't know if they're going to provide a bag this year. They oh, yeah. usually do, okay. but I'm not sure if uh, people would like to use that bag. Okay. Sometimes it is not a, as appropriate. Sure. So what would you say for, since you're the book bagger, you always like to bring That's your book true. bag. So how, what kind of tips can you provide for those that are thinking of that? I am so glad you mentioned that. I'm I'm trying to up my uh, my conference swag game this whole entire oh, year. Snap. And so I um I got for Christmas and actually a... Uh, a sling uh, knapsack oh, yeah. or a backpack You mentioned thing? this on the last episode. Oh, did I? You did when we were oh. talking about our gifts. Oh, nice. Well, yeah. So I have one of those where um, it's like a nice uh, chambray blue kind of texture with uh, a little bit of leather on it. And you wear it over one shoulder and it kind of like slings over your back. So that way uh, I don't have to wear my book bag, which will A, make my you know dress shirt all wrinkly. But then also it looks kind of weird when you're like walking around with a backpack um, so I, I'm going to wear that and I'm just gonna put my iPad in it, a few uh, notes in it where I can take notes, a pen, maybe some, uh, some other stuff like water or something like that. Business cards. Yeah. Business cards are definitely going in there. So just something that you can wear around that's comfortable to help you tote around things as well. Normally AMS will give you a reusable bag where you can, I like one of those grocery bags that you can get yes. at, at a grocery store to, you know, recycle and, and not waste as many plastic bags. They'll give you one of those, but you have to hold it in your hand and sometimes I prefer mm-hmm. to have like a free hand to, you know, talk to people, shake, shake their hand hands. or yeah. uh, eat a little bit, drink a little bit of coffee or something like that. So um, I would highly recommend for, for girls to think it might be a little bit easier because you can carry a, a purse, maybe a, a, a purse a little bit bigger than normal just to make be, uh, make sure you can carry everything in there. That might be really helpful. But for, for guys, if you want to bring a backpack, that's fine. If you want to bring like a small little um, briefcase portfolio thing, that could probably be okay as well. But a book bag is definitely not. There's nothing wrong with a book bag if you decide to, to get a book bag. Um, just don't pack it full of like big things. Like don't, not, you're not in middle or high school where you have like five textbooks in your bag. Um, <laughs> just have a small book bag that can help you carry a few things around. Yeah, when we usually have the bags, I am very much a preparer. So I usually have like ibuprofen, band-aids um different things that go that i put in my my bag just in case something were to happen um especially with we have a lot of students coming from our university so we like to make sure that they're taken care of but i think like having those types of things can help you but also as men mentioned bring some type of notepad and pen or anything to write things down because you are going to be inspired. With that being said, you need to make sure you bring something to take notes on because I know I'm sitting in a session. I'm like, oh, I could combine this theory with this idea and now you have a project. Um, so make sure that you bring something to take notes on. Also, um, you can probably do it on your phone these days. I know I love to uh, make notes in my notes app. So that's always yeah. a option as well. Two things to that as well. I would, um, I'm bringing mine and I uh, would highly suggest Castle, if you have one and everyone else listening, if you have one, bring a portable battery charger because your phone will probably run out. Yes. You probably don't have a place to just randomly plug it in along the wall. And if you do, 
It's kind of annoying to sit along the wall on the floor charging your phone. So bring a portable battery charger because it'll definitely come in handy. And then on top of that, I would say if you're not really big into social media, that's okay. And I don't want anyone to feel like they're being penalized for it. But if you don't have a Twitter account and you're open to getting one, I would highly recommend getting a Twitter account because you're going to probably be using it a lot or following people who are using it. Um, yes. Twitter is just kind of the way that the weather community is really connecting and networking. And throughout the conference, you're going to have the hashtag AMS2017, and that'll be used a lot. And then you can follow different conversations, different panels, different um, talks that you're unable to go to. They'll be tweeting really important information. And then on top of that, you can connect with people that you uh, that you meet, you know, talk to them on social media, professionals and students alike. And that'll be really helpful as well. And then um, sneak peek, kind of, we're going to have an interactive activity during the student conference that will be heavily based on Twitter and social media. So um, I don't want to pressure anybody to get it, but if you're open to doing it and and you want to, I would highly recommend getting a Twitter account if you don't already have one. Um, but if you don't, don't worry. You're not going to lose out on all the fun or anything like that. You'll still have a wonderful time. Um, just uh, something to take note of. Yeah, and you don't even have to send any tweets or like interact in any way. But there are some really interesting conversations that happen on Twitter during presentations or even after them where people are like, well, could we combine this with this? And what does this mean for society? And how can we uh, improve this in order to gain this? And I don't know, there's just a lot of really cool things that happen on Twitter during and after presentations. So even if yeah. you don't feel comfortable tweeting or being like personally involved in these conversations, it's really cool and interesting to get to be able to read them and be on the sidelines as it's happening. Definitely. I mean, what would you say to people, Castle, who are maybe a little shy, who maybe they don't want to walk up and, and talk to people? Or is there any advice that you would give them for someone who isn't as comfortable um, putting themselves out there. Yeah, this is the perfect question for me, by the way, because I do not like approaching people. I'm not very good with confrontation. So I think the best thing for me that I, what really helped me was I would create a list of people that I found that they were, that were presenting at the conference that I really wanted to meet. And I just went up to them after their talk, make sure you remember something from their talk. It's ma it's really good at like bridging the gap between introduction and talking to someone um, is like, oh yeah, I really liked your presentation and how you did this method, this really cool way. And I was thinking about doing that. Can you tell me more about it? And then all of a sudden you're talking about your research interests and how maybe they can help you and get connected that way. But I think for me, there were some really important players that I wanted to be involved in my future. And so I wrote their names down and kind of was just like, you have to do this. There's no way around it. Yeah. And just uh, walk, like waited in line for them to get done talking with other people and just kind of made things happen. And if you want it bad enough, you will make it happen. And also, if you see a professional standing and there's a bunch of students, you know, crowded around them talking, don't let that discourage you. Kind of push your way in there, bump a little bit, and they'll open the circle for you. And then you can be a part of that discussion as well and uh, inject in and, and talk to them um, as well. Because sometimes you see a, a crowd and you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to like be a part of that or, or hop right. in but everyone's open we're all students and the professionals know you know that they should open it up for you so don't don't feel afraid to do that that's important when it comes to meeting new people at the student conference and at the conference overall make sure that you don't surround yourself with the only the people that you came to the conference with exactly if you're from a big university and there are like 20 30 kids that are in your your cohort 
or I guess a group, don't just hang out with them. Definitely hang out with them a little bit, but branch out and meet new people. At the first day of the student conference, you're probably going to sit with people from your school <laughs> but i can assure you that will probably change because we're kind of we're gonna make you yes we're gonna get make up that move. change <laughs> we're gonna make you move and make you introduce yourself to other people and talk to other people and you will never know that you know that one person you sat next to uh at the beginning of the student conference might become your best friend might be a colleague you have in the future you just never know and if you don't try it you'll never know and that's the kind of the message that we're all trying to push is, you know, open yourself up a little bit. And it can be really, really hard. And that's why, you know, Castle, myself and other people who are helping to plan the AMS meeting student conference, we're trying to promote and make it easier, facilitate more of interactive activities and things like that to help get you guys moving and, and meeting new people and talking to new people. And, you know, aside from meeting everybody else, too, a lot of people will come to the conference. And if you're there for the first time or you're really... um excited for going to all the different talks and whatnot do not get burnt out uh, you're going to want to go to every single yes, thing that you possibly can too. you're going to want to go to every talk every panel every discussion i can promise you that you will not make it if you try to go to everything it is very important for you to take a break step out for a little bit grab some coffee sit down on a chair take a quick nap and go back to your hotel room if you have to that is not yes. a problem at all um and also remember to see the city part of going to a conference is traveling and getting to know the community that the conference is being housed in this time it's seattle and seattle is a very exciting city there are a lot of cool things to do this is not an opportunity for you to use your school funding or whatever to only see the city. You definitely don't want to only be partying or only, you know, whatever. But you get the point. Like, have a good balance of going to the yes. conference, learning new things, meeting new people, but also trying local restaurants in town or going to a few landmarks. There's, there's no problem with that at all. And we highly recommend you do that because it's something that the first year we we're in Atlanta and obviously we we're at UGA, we were pretty close to Atlanta. So it wasn't a big deal. But afterwards in Phoenix and New Orleans, we definitely made it more of a point to go out and take pictures and hang around and, and just enjoy. You know, you're, you're not always going to be in that city. And when the conference is over with, you have to go back to your school where you've probably been for a while. So <laughs> definitely make a note to do that. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought this up because personally for me, like as an introvert, it's really important for me to recharge because I just get so drained by all the social interaction that sometimes I just need to stay in my hotel room one night and watch TV and just recharge like personally. So don't be afraid to do that. You like you need to take care of yourself first. And then learn intellectually with the conference. Go out and meet people socially, um, but make sure and take care of yourself first. It's really important. Choo choo ka choo. So now that we've provided some tips, we should probably talk about some of the exciting and fun things that we've personally. Uh, had at AMS conferences. <laughs> the food. <laughs> food. Okay. So some of the more fun things that we can talk about are the fact that during your coffee breaks, you have pretty good food, uh, good coffee from Starbucks. I think a lot of the time you have um, cool snacks like big pretzels, giant chocolate chip or macadamia nut cookies the candy the candy there's a bunch of candy uh i don't know if they're trying to give us like a sugar rush or they're trying to like give us cavities or they think it's gonna be oh, a good pick me up 
Um, they have some really cool, um, good stuff like that. And they have fruit, like bananas and apples sometimes if you're uh, going for the healthier route. Um, plenty of water, which is great. So the money you're paying for the conference is it's going towards back towards you, you know, pretty much. It's helping to keep you uh, sustained throughout the, uh, the long week. And then on top of that, there's always a lot of different activities and events that are going on. One of them that I want to talk about is Tuesday night. A lot of schools, definitely the big traditional meteorology schools, they have their little um, get-togethers, reunion parties kind of thing. For UGA, we had our party in 2014, and we kind of rented out a ballroom in the hotel and had like food and drinks and whatnot, and we all got to hang out with our UGA alumni and UGA uh, colleagues and professors and stuff like that. A lot of schools do that. Cornell, Texas A&M, um, Penn State, they all have their own little parties. And that's Tuesday night. Sometimes if you can uh, find a friend that uh, that goes to one of those schools or you go to one of those schools, then you can probably partake in those activities. The Big Kahuna, Castle, you know about this Big one too. Big Kahuna. Is the uh, Oklahoma <laughs> party, the OU party. Yes. It's, um, they normally run out a big venue and they have uh, open bar, and they have plenty of great free food. But the only catch is you have to get the ticket Monday evening when the exhibit hall opens. You have to go yes. to the OU booth and get yourself an OU ticket. And if you don't, you can't go. But if you're one of the first people in line to get into the exhibit hall, they'll probably have you know a few hundred tickets to give out. So you have to make sure you get that ticket. It is very, very, very important. And then from there on, you know, you go to the OU party. It is quite a party. You will see people doing things. And you're like, whoa, you are like a really famous meteorologist and you are <laughs> dancing up on the bar. This is interesting. Um, but you also have a lot of uh, fun activities to do as well. Both you and I did not go in Atlanta to the OU party. That was at the did Hard not. Rock Cafe. Correct. We, we didn't go to that one. Um, I didn't we go went to the Phoenix one in Phoenix. Either. You didn't go to the one in Phoenix? Uh-uh. I thought you did at the uh, art museum. Uh, Yeah, 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 I did. That yeah. was a way more chill one, though. Yeah, that was a lot more chill. So that year. was at the Arizona Science Museum, and that was really fun. They had it was it. so much fun. The exhibits were so cool. Yeah, you got to play with all the cool exhibits, and with plenty of great food and drinks and whatnot. So that was awesome. And then last year in New Orleans, they had it at the House of Blues, and yes. It was like a bunch of great food. We sat down and ate our food, grabbed some drinks, and then they had this band called um, Bag of Donuts. It was the weirdest thing. They had a band <laughs> called the Bag of Donuts, and they were like a cover band playing like really good music, and we're all dancing. But the one thing that I thought was really bizarre was they had a toilet paper cannon. Yes. Then what famous. that means is it's like a leaf blower with like toilet paper attached to it. So the toilet paper is like flying through the air because the, to- the wind is blowing it, and it's like shooting out at you. Just toilet paper. And it's like the nice toilet paper. It's not like the one ply. It's like two ply. So like you could use it if you really needed to, or like oh you know gosh. pat off if your you sweat. Really needed to. If you're patting off your sweat from you know having so much fun, but um, the OU party is something that a lot of people look forward to. But definitely, definitely be responsible. Uh, you also have to be 21 to drink, so do not try to be underage and get in there. Um, but be responsible, and and responsibility is important when you're trying to have fun, and it's definitely a, a fun time to be had. Um, what other events are there that you want to talk about, Castle? Yeah, so there's a lot of other opportunities that are really cool. So on Saturday night and Sunday night at the student conference there is uh, there's going to be booths in the poster hall that is called the career fair and so there's going to be all kinds of graduate schools and graduate programs there to talk about um, why you should go to their graduate school or different cool opportunities that they have at their graduate school but there's also going to be other organizations um, that are maybe looking for employees or um, new work. But then last year, I think, yeah, last year was the first time they had some type of alternate organization, which was our was a students organization. 
We did get asked a lot of times if we were hiring, but <laughs> but it was a really good we finally got to kind of advertise this weather and society organization. And I think we provided a home for a lot of new students, which was kind of exciting, especially to meet them and, and talk with them one-on-one, even though sometimes it was like a, a horde was attacking us to get our buttons and our stickers and things that we were giving away. But um, it was really, it was really cool. And then this year we're going to be at it again. So we also have a booth um, for was his students and weather hype. So you will definitely have to come by, stop by and get some goodies and chat with us. Yeah. And, you know, it's a great opportunity to check out all the different booths. If you're going to go to grad school, you can talk to a school that you want to apply to maybe. And also jobs, you're trying to get a job, you can talk to potential employers. And then if you're taking part in the weather challenge forecast competition, you can see all the trophies that you might win because they also have a booth as well. And then also, like Castle said, we are going to have cool conference swag at our booth for weather hype and for the weather students uh, combination table. So that'll be good. And I don't remember if we decided if we were going to tell everybody what we're going to have or if we're going to keep it a big surprise. What are we doing? I mean, we we could tell the people that listen to the podcast and then have it be a surprise for all the other people. True. So I guess if you're listening, then you get a little bit of a, a sneak peek. Bonus content. <laughs> So what do we have? So for was as students, we have buttons and stickers, like I already mentioned. And for weather hype, we have like business cards, kind of. And then yes, also business cards, um, my favorite. Um, we also have uh, stickers. So like you can put it on your Nalgene bottle or on your car or on your laptop. Yeah, these aren't and- the like lame stickers. These are like cool stickers. The ones that you get from like the NASA table or stickers that you get where you actually want to put on the back of your laptop or on your car so you should definitely try to get one of those before they run out and what you what do you have to do to get the sticker though there's a little bit more so in order to get a sticker you have to come up to our booth and talk to us and you have to show us that you are a current subscriber to the podcast not too and much that if you have to do if you're not a subscriber or you're not sure how to subscribe, we have instructions on the table that quickly guide you through it. And in like five seconds, you'll have your sticker. Yep, not too much. We are totally trying to leverage you guys to get to get leverage. more uh, subscriptions. But hey, it's not a terrible trade-off, you know? We have to do something to, to offset our, uh, our stickers' uh, prices. <laughs> <laughs> AKA, we need sponsors. So if you're listening, you know people who could we sponsor do. us. Feel free to let us know. That'd be great. But until then, (laughs) we will uh, do what we can. How has 2017 been treating you? Um, not too bad. We had... A uh, a little bit of wintry fun here. Uh, It was supposed to snow a decent amount, but as we know, sometimes models don't, you know, pan out as well as they should. And (laughs) that's why forecasters are here, and we try to do the best we can, and we'll save that for another episode. But long story short, we got about an inch and a half of snow here in Greenville. We had about a, a little bit less than a half an inch of ice, but it was all kind of mixed together. So we had layers of freezing rain then sleet then snow then more freezing rain then sleet so i actually took a cool picture of when i was you know scraping off my car it was like a a, uh, the ice was like an inch and a half 
or almost two inches thick. And you can see the different layers of whatever precipitation was falling. And it created a layer and temperatures dropped to about 10 or 9 degrees in Greenville. And it stayed below freezing for um, over 48 hours, I think almost 72 hours. So it stayed pretty cold for a long time. So all the layers were able to compact and freeze pretty um, pretty quickly on cars and other surfaces as well. Um, I live on a hill. My apartment complex is on a hill, so I cannot go anywhere. So I was kind of stranded here from about Friday to early Monday. I was stuck here and I couldn't do anything. And it was pretty terrible. But luckily I had, I bought a lot of food. I was prepared, had plenty of water. So I was just bored, but at least I was safe. And that was what mattered, you know? So um, you guys didn't get much snow or anything over there did you did you have any problems no we had about two tenths of an inch of snow dang um yeah but i just kind of pretended it was really bad out and didn't leave the entire weekend (laughs) so no big deal (laughs) that's one way to do it it's okay hey man sometimes you just gotta stay inside and do your thing but I just needed like human contact. I was telling you how I was complaining, how I yeah. wasn't talking to anybody. <laughs> I hadn't seen anybody all uh, the whole weekend. I was like, ah, and I'm not, I'm an extrovert-ish, but I have my introvert moments too. I'm, I don't always have to be around people, but for some reason, I think at that point I wanted to be. Because it's cool mm-hmm. to have snow and ice, and but if you don't have anyone to share that experience with, it's not as fun. So I had to go on social media and do that. <laughs> What else has been going on with you? School's been going okay and just playing for the AMS meeting, I assume. Yeah, I feel kind of silly because I was kind of listening back to our um, our last podcast episode before the new year and I was so excited about getting a fresh start and ready for 2017 to happen and I don't know why, but I feel really stupid now because it's just like the same old stuff continuing to happen. It just feels like life is life. Why do we have these fresh restarts? I don't know. I mean, I think it's always a good excuse to to have a restart. And just because it's a calendar year change, it's still possible to have a restart, you know? You can just yeah. make it happen as opposed to... Because, like, yeah, you know, the whole Trump administration transition, that is going to continue whether it's 2016 or 2017. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of issues that we are dealing with and conflicts in the world and our own lives are going to continue in 2017. But you can mentally set yourself to be like, you know what, now is a great time to really give that extra push to make my life better. It's not the worst thing in the world. No, I agree. And that's what exactly what I did. But then January came around and some of the same stuff kept happening. So I just feel a little silly in that regard. But um, what I'm kind of alluding to is someone hacked my PayPal account and oh, yeah. purchased some some stuff. And so now I am in the middle. But you know who it is, though? Technically, I'm not sure. But um, so I've launched a criminal investigation. You have or um, the, the police well, have? The, like the police have. <laughs> and... <laughs> Oh my I'm god. I'm just saying I had to sign the paperwork that said, "Do you agree to launch a criminal investigation?" Sheriff Castle Williams. So <laughs> so yeah, yes, I just got my badge. Um so yeah, I have put in the paperwork and they are subpoena subpoenaing, is that a word? I have no they idea. They have they have put a subpoena or they've sent a subpoena to PayPal to get the IP information from this individual that purchased uh stuff using my money. And Hopefully, they can trace the IP address back to that person's name and we can catch them. Um, but yeah, so I've been dealing with that so all this week. Do you think, I just thought about this randomly, but do you think talking about this on the podcast will compromise the investigation in any way? I was considering that, but then I was like, mm, it's like maybe if I just 
and take out some details. I mean, luckily you didn't say your uh, last name earlier in the podcast, because then there's no way <laughs> they could track you. There's no way None at whatsoever. all. None of the, the information we brought up in this podcast can be traced back to you. But yeah, so other than that, I've just been enjoying some marvelous new TV. I'm so glad that my shows are back. It just brings me peace and tranquility. I'm just eating up The Bachelor and Real Housewives, and <laughs> it's just just magic. I'm not watching any TV shows live on TV right now. I'm only watching Netflix. Uh, I don't feel like you watch any shows that we can talk about. Well, because I you haven't caught love... up. You haven't watched the shows that I suggested to you yet, though. You were trying because to watch The Arrow I, I'm at one not, point. I'm not about to watch The Arrow, then have to bounce between The Flash and Supergirl, and that's just not, it's not stream compatible. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why they even did that. I mean, they they wanted to leverage having one show to promote another show, and then you know, like for me, I never watched Supergirl. I even watched The Flash, and then watching The Flash, they had um they had crossovers with The Arrow, and so I, I was like, oh, maybe I should watch The Arrow. So I watched The Arrow, and then they had Supergirl uh, moments in both shows. So I was like, oh, well, maybe I watch Supergirl. And then I mean, their trick worked. I watch all three now. I don't watch the fourth one. Legends of Tomorrow, but I, I probably will at some point. And I just read they're starting a fifth one as well. What's that going to be called? They have not released it yet, but it is another DC Universe wow, they're really, TV show. They're really putting a lot of money into uh, the superhero shows. So. Well, it's just because the DC movies plummet every time they go to the theater. So True. the only successful place they've had it is on television. So yeah, but they're going to The CW, though, that. itself is like really... Um, invested in this whole superhero thing because it's bring the network yeah they are into the uh into the limelight a lot more than it did before i feel like with the other show that they had but on top of that it's cool when i go to seattle for the ams meeting um a friend and i are going to go up to vancouver and that's where they film a lot of the cw superhero tv shows so the flash oh, the nice. arrow and supergirl are all filmed in that area and also once upon that's a time cool. is filmed in that area as well so if all ends up well i might bump into the flash <laughs> or supergirl okay. herself okay okay how cool would that be hey you know if it comes down to meeting okay, a celebrity you bumped into sophia so yeah we can't, yeah we can't say and, it's not uh, possible and aaron paul and aaron paul so that yeah. kind of happened yeah so you know things happen and if it can happen in 2016 with such a crappy year 2017 i think we can uh work some magic some celebrity magic for men we'll see I want some celebrity magic. I mean, you gotta... I want to meet a housewife. Well, they're all like, over the place. Seriously. You can meet them. <sighs> Sigh. <laughs> Sad day. So, continuing our tradition from uh, season one, we like to still do the whole song of the week thing, or song of the episode. And, Kessel, what is your song of the episode? <laughs> song of the week just sounds so much better. It does so sound, it sound stick better. to calling it that. Fine, fine. All right. Okay. What is your song of choice? Um, so my song of the week is called All Night by The Vamps and Matoma, I believe is how you pronounce it. Sounds it sounds like a disease. Um, <laughs> it's not a disease. And they are not vampires. I checked. <laughs> um, it is really good. It's like a, I would say it's more of like a club or like a dance uh, hit, but okay. it's really good. I don't know what the words mean as per usual, and I just like to dance to it. So I'm taking your philosophy this week. Nice. <laughs> Boom. That is my philosophy. You know me too well. What about you? What are you feeling this week? Uh, there was a song I downloaded a couple weeks ago called uh, Come To Me. It's like a Vici featuring Alesso, which is 
you know, the classic folks who are in the DJ EDM kind of world. So mm-hmm. uh, again, very dancey, very catchy. Nice little uh, melody going on. I'm trying to validate if these are the artists for the song, because sometimes, you know, how you pull up on YouTube, they're like not actually the official account. This isn't a Vivo account that I'm pulling the music from, but I believe it's this, mm-hmm. the, uh, the artists Vici and Alesso. But I should probably check up on that. But anyway, at least we can link you to the uh, to the YouTube video on, on uh our website so at least the music is correct we just don't know if well i don't know if the artist is right but <laughs> we'll figure it out um what do you speaking of our songs of the week what do you think about ed's new songs that he released ed sheeran ed sheeran ed yes. like, are we on a first name basis now ed friend of the podcast ed yeah our, our friend ed uh, you might know him from his collaborations with taylor swift and uh songs written Justin about him by ellie goulding you know our friend ed we were very good friends with him. So he okay. uh, actually talked to him about the music and uh, he tells me he worked really hard on it. <laughs> anyway, well, what are your personal thoughts? <laughs> despite what I talked to him about? Okay. Uh, yeah, so let's, ignoring what you just said, what are your personal thoughts on... I've only heard episodes? one song and it was on the radio. I don't remember the name of it was, but I thought it was... Was it Shape of You? Yes, it was Shape of You. Okay. Um, I liked it. I would not download it yet. I need to listen to it a couple okay. more times, but that's the only song I've heard, but it felt a little bit different from what he normally does. Yes. So I don't know if he's going for um, a different voice or a different, um, you know, style or, or what. Yeah. The other song is called Castle on the Hill. You? And I guess me on the hill. That's why our good friend Ed named a song after me. He saw me on the hill. <laughs> um, Stop. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway if you would like a song that sounds like ed then you should listen to castle on the hill okay um shape of you is definitely a lot better in my personal opinion i really can't stand castle on the hill and oh wait it's what? just more i thought you were more... about to compliment it <laughs> wow that took a turn no, i yeah shape of you is definitely better of the two okay. when i so i normally listen to the top 50 uh spotify list when i'm doing work and i heard castle on the hill for the first time but i was working so i didn't know and i was like oh i don't like that let's change that immediately (laughs) and it popped up and it was ed's new song and then about an hour later another song was like oh what is this i really like it and it was ed's other song shape of you so the blind test is what reveals all all right cool beans well that was a very exciting hopefully enlightening episode uh first season first episode of season two are we gonna renumber it episode one season two no we're not okay well i wonder if you want to do like the 201 202 you know how some people do that for i don't their... think so i think we're just going to continue with the episode numbers all right there you go um <laughs> you you know what you Executive want decision castle boom shuts me down i'm just kidding you're pretty open to advice and stuff anyway uh <laughs> so you can find us in a variety of places including facebook.com slash weatherhype or weatherhypepodcast.com you can also <laughs> find us on twitter at weatherhype both words weather and hype or you can send us an email at weatherhype at gmail.com feel free to share this podcast with other people that you know who are going to the ams conference maybe for the first time and need some advice you know hopefully we've been able to share enough great information for you um, to have a successful so, 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 <laughs> a successful time so, so, in successful. Seattle and uh and whatnot so yeah and and definitely if you see us i'd say hi come say hey yeah yeah we'd love to talk with you guys um we're not gonna call you our fans but we're gonna call you our hypesters right i think that was what uh our friend one of our listeners k esters yeah. 
suggested that our listeners be called hypesters and we're pretty down with that yeah i hope we're not like acting like we're celebrities or something because we know we're <laughs> quite far off from that but you know why not give our i don't think we're acting like celebrities why not give our listeners a, a pet name makes it fun right i like it yeah plus i mean it's definitely like a t-shirt opportunity right there hypesters <laughs> hypesters <laughs> oh lord all right well then anyway um no but no. also <laughs> if you <laughs> no we're not done yet if you would like to review us on itunes please do that we have received a couple of new ones which are really exciting and those are actually going up on our website our new website so um we'll even pay you keep to those review. reviews coming no we will not do that <laughs> called, please uh... continue to review our podcast free of charge and um keep an eye out for new content new graphics and our new website because we're redoing everything for season two so we're really excited and we hope you are as well Yep, yep, yep. Then uh, I guess I can finally say my uh, ending cue, huh? Yeah. All see right. you in Seattle. Yeah, see you guys in Seattle. And uh, until next time. Until next time. Stay hyped. Stay hyped. <laughs>